0: Under the leadership of that haughty woodsman, Daniel Boone, a large party set out for the new land, Kentucky. Abraham Lincoln was born right here. The world seems to be pretty like me.
1: I'm Colonel Harold Sanders, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about my Kentucky Fried Chicken.
0: Have I told you you people are crazy?
1: This is Old Kentucky Tales, the only podcast that solemnly swears that none of its participants have ever had fun on a fire escape. Today's title is The Other Cassius Clay Could Really Fight. I am your host, Brent Taylor. To my left is the man who has never left behind when it comes to talking, Jason Donner. Uh,
0: Season six. Season seven. Season
1: seven? Yeah. It just Uh, keeps marching on.
0: That's nuts.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Of course, we uh, we cheat a little bit on that, right?
0: Well, yeah, it's a little, um, right. We're exaggerating a bit. (laughs) One of these days, it'll be the the 100th season or something. We'll (laughs) we'll
1: be like, yeah, we've done this for 100 years. Yeah. If we can only hope to get there. In this episode of Old Kentucky Tales, our main event, will examine political blood sport with real blood. In our bonus material, we'll have a new feature, government driving tips, featuring hilarious PSAs that prove common sense isn't that common. And along the way, don't forget to support the fake history sponsors who support Old Kentucky Tales. The products are real, only the sponsorship is fake. Life is precious. Have you the care of human beings? If so, carefully consider the Kirker Bender fire escape, which is nothing if not perfect. Once see it, and you will say it is the only real fire escape in existence. The lame, blind, sick, women, and children all come down through it with equal ease and safety. Thousands are delighted to come down in them. <laughs> that
0: was really creepy. <laughs> was that you? Was that your voice? Yeah. Okay, that's some good old stuff, right? Yeah, you're delving into other genres of commercials. That was weird. So,
1: well, the whole ad is weird, right? Is it like, they're, well, they're did selling he even the say fire it? escape as
0: fun, but you can't see this. We can see it, but it looks like just a slide, like a uh, fast food Burger King slide. <laughs> so you suppose I guess that's better than running down the stairs. It's better the, than uh, lame that. and it's the weak or whatever. Better it than says. sliding
1: down a pole. Why a... not
0: just go around and around like in a on the playground? Yeah, it really does. It's not like that stupid of it's... an idea. Just I guess people wouldn't. I don't know. I'd want to go down as quickly as I can. <laughs> it looks like a twisty slide. <laughs> have you ever been to the city museum in St. Louis? It's for kids. It's all science. It's it's really cool. Oh, I have not done that. Oh, you would love it. But they have the most enormous spiral slide. I mean, it's stories long. and uh, So that's
1: really what this is. Yeah,
0: it'd be like that.
1: Okay, well, maybe they did delight to go down in it. <laughs> all right, so our uh, big time has arrived. The moment we've all been waiting for. The main event. Round one. All right, Jason, we have got Cassius Clay here, and this is the original Cassius Clay.
0: So you got Muhammad Ali, uh, most people of a certain age, I guess, realize that Muhammad Ali was born or named at his birth Cassius Clay, but this is the person for whom he was named.
1: Right, yeah, this was his namesake, and he was, in Kentucky history, a big-time abolitionist. Okay. Which kind of makes sense for social socially conscious name uh, like that to be sure, passed right. along. Sure,
0: right. Yeah, passed along as a, a, to honor him with your child's name.
1: Of course. And this first guy here, the, the original Cassius Clay, he got into a lot of trouble because he was an abolitionist. This was wildly unpopular in Kentucky at that time.
0: Where are we talking in Kentucky? Where is this taking place?
1: This is going to be happening in the Bluegrass region, kind of around uh, where all the action happens. And you've got uh, the political scene going on. So, So he's doing that and... Then he is opposed. He's got a big rivalry going on with this guy named Robert Wycliffe Jr., who's part of a big dynasty family political thing, the Wycliffe's. And he had a famous uncle who was uh, governor and so forth. But their rivalry ended up in a duel. And it was one of those duels where nobody really got shot, but they just kind of went through it.
0: Okay. but They both understood, like, don't really shoot me.
1: It, is that it, what you mean? It, it has to be that kind of thing because they can't end that way. All right. You you can end with no harm, no foul in a duel,
0: as long as you play it out in front of yeah. people.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so little, like it's it's completely very ruins
0: the whole point of the, <laughs> the bravery of it. You're looking at each other like we're not really doing this, right?
1: <laughs> a knowing wink. Before this is for you the newspaper. The yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's right. But they still didn't like each other. It still didn't solve everything between them. Go figure, right? Right. <laughs> You'd figure a pretend duel but do you that. You still don't know. Uh, but, uh, but it didn't. And so now the rivalry is kind of growing more intense. And that's where we pick up this story. This is the words of Cassius Clay. This is his side of it, of what happened. But he says here, the result of the duel convinced me of the absurdity of the whole thing. Besides, my time was too important to lose it in such trifles. And as I had reason to believe that many fools would be continually challenging me, that's kind of what happened to Andrew Jackson. Right. They were lined up to try to have a shot at him. (laughs) But he
0: was like all for it, probably.
1: (laughs) Uh, Jackson didn't mind. Double-digit duels. Yeah, he was
0: one of those. He was like, sure, I'll shoot at you.
1: I determined to have no more of them, so we're not going to do the duel thing anymore, says Cassius Clay. So I gave out, but I resolved to defend myself if attacked, as I had occasion to do afterward, standing upon the great law of self-preservation and legal self-defense. A duel might result in little or no bodily harm, but a encounter with me meant death to one party or the other. So if they come at him,
0: right. he's not going <laughs> to do this
1: pretend thing anymore, uh-huh. but, but he will... Certainly finish it if they start it. And no man has better illustrated Shakespeare's thrice armed is he who hath his quarrel just. So he kind of figures, okay, if they come at me, I've got the right to self-defense. I'm going to take them out. Robert Wycliffe Jr., this is the rival now, having an open field, became the candidate the next year for the National House of Representatives. Garrett Davis of Bourbon being the opposition candidate. Henry Clay, having voted for me two successive times against Wycliffe, for Clay always voted, and his avowed sentiments on the slavery question, had alienated some of his old followers from his leadership. So is Cassius Clay
0: related to Henry Clay or not?
1: Uh, I don't know if there's—how close they are, if they are at all. Uh, okay. The, you know, some of these names are—you find them kind of prominent. Breckinridge, Clay, Wycliffe— uh, chances are there's something there. The Clay thing though is kind of interesting. Clay was sort of torn on slavery, so he he owned slaves, but he was always sort of conflicted about it.
0: Henry Clay. Henry Clay. Okay. Henry Clay.
1: No, no. Uh, Cassius is Clay. Not conflicted. He's just okay.
0: So that's part of their animosity, maybe.
1: Uh, yeah. So so like you know he's got Clay on his side, Henry Clay. Cassius Clay has Henry Clay with him. But the Wycliffe thing, those guys are going to be like the old guard and don't touch slavery, don't talk okay. bad about it, and all of that stuff. So that's kind of the the root of what's going on. Robert Wycliffe Sr. and his son now headed a new faction. Of course, what influence I had with my compact body of personal friends, among laboring men mostly, went with me for Davis. Wycliffe and canvassing was in the habit of reading a handbill in his own behalf without naming another handbill which refuted his friend's statement. So that's just like a political pamphlet looking thing. And he's gonna get up there and it's basically like talking points. I'm gonna get up here, I'm running for office, I'm gonna read my talking points. In Garrett Davis's absence, I took the liberty to interrupt him and by his permission to say, that handbill which he has just read was proven untrue by another of good authority. So we are heckling him. At this political stump speech,
0: and this is a little familiar. Exactly, this is where we are right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny how things work like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just
0: this is a paper form rather than a tweet.
1: You got it. He would then resume his remarks. After this had occurred several times, he got tired of it.
0: Get tired of being interrupted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, and especially interrupting my facts. Don't, yeah. Don't try to say that my facts are wrong here. He sent for Samuel Brown, late of New Orleans, who was post office traveling agent under Charles A. Wycliffe, his relative. There's the Governor Wycliffe there. Then postmaster general under John Tyler. Brown was soon on the ground. Um, He is going to be the muscle. We're going to call him in. So he's saying,
0: like, get him over here. Shut this guy down. He keeps interrupting me. That's it.
1: Get him the heck out of here. That kind of thing. He was an old Whig of social character, strong physique, and in a word, a political bully. He it was who had the fight with Thomas Moore, the Democratic congressman at Harrodsburg, and of whom it was said that he had 40 fights and never lost a battle. So if you're going to bring in a heavy, this is the guy, 40 and 0.
0: Seems like they're always just getting in fistfights. Uh, Punches in the nose. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're, they're, they're wrestling
0: a around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> little, little feisty. A little feisty. At Russell's Cave in Fayette County, when Mr. Wycliffe repeated the usual uh, role, I interrupted him again, as before, saying, That handbill has been proven untrue. So we, we heckled here one time too many. At the moment, Brown gave me the damn lie and struck me simultaneously Yikes. with his okay. umbrella.
0: Uh huh, conk.
1: <laughs> I knew the man. And that it meant a death struggle. So, so okay, this is the opening shot now. He's pulled out the umbrella, gave you a whack with it, and it is now on. I at once drew my bowie knife, but before I could strike, I was seized from behind and borne by force about 15 feet from Brown, who being now armed with a Colt's revolver, cried, Clear the way! And let me kill the damn rascal.
0: <laughs> so, someone's coming behind him and grabbed him as he's pulling out his knife. Next thing he knows, this guy's
1: got a gun. Okay, so it's a clear setup.
0: Let go of him, and so I can shoot him.
1: Yep. The way was speedily cleared, and I stood isolated from the crowd. Now, as Brown had his pistol bearing upon me, I had either to run or advance. That's a really interesting moment, right? Right.
0: This is a split second.
1: I mean, you gotta think, okay, go. Now Clay is not there to run away. So turning my left side toward him, with my left arm covering it as to protect it to that extent, I advanced rapidly on him, knife in hand. Seeing I was coming, he knew very well that nothing but a fatal and sudden shot could save him. So he held his fire and taking deliberate aim just as I was in arm's reach, he fired at my heart. I came down upon his head with a tremendous blow which would have split open an ordinary skull, but Brown's was thick, indenting it but not breaking the textures of the brain. <laughs> this blow laid his skull open about three inches to oh, the brain. this whole thing seems kind of quaint. Yeah, it just got serious, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it so stunned him yeah. that he was no more able to fire but feebly attempt to seize me. The conspirators now seized me. So these were the the people who were holding him a second ago. Okay. They've gotten a hold of him again. And held both arms above my elbows, which only allowed me to strike with the forearm as Brown advanced upon me. I was also struck with hickory sticks and chairs. Just really, really, really let him have it. Yeah. To where he won't interrupt anymore. But finding I was likely to get loose, they then threw Brown over the stone fence. So this is interesting. They've kind of, uh, at this moment, turned on Brown a little bit. Yeah, I don't know if they're... Are they
0: trying to break it up, or what are they trying to do I don't, now? I
1: don't know if they're worried that, that uh, it's been going on too long, probably. Yeah, or Or, or, or maybe they've been stunned by the fact that Brown has almost been killed already. Right,
0: they're stunned by the moment. Yeah. And he's the
1: toughest guy. <laughs> and so you've taken out the toughest guy, and so now yeah. they're thinking better of it. But uh, this fence which enclosed the yard near the steep descent to the cave and spring, was built of limestone about two feet high on the upper side, but was perhaps seven or eight on the lower side. So Brown had a terrible fall which ended the contest.
0: So they tossed him over this fence, but on the other side is the steep part of it.
1: Yeah, and remember he's he's, just, he's already got this really bad got a head crack injury. In his head. Yeah, so he's probably kind of out of it already. Right, uh, concussion kind of stuff going One on. One minute
0: ago he was very big. <laughs> Clear out of the way, boys. Let me shoot this rascal. <laughs>
1: yeah, and uh, now he's being a little different. Dumped over the fence. Yeah, unceremoniously. <laughs> That's correct.
0: Brains in hand.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jigsaw with a, a couple of pieces yeah. missing, right? Raising my bloody knife, I said, I repeat that the handbill was proven a falsehood. <laughs> oh, man, I love this. <laughs> and I stand ready to defend the truth.
0: Yeah, right. So all this has played out. Yeah. He's making a stand now about the virtue of his argument. <laughs> that, Good for him.
1: That is a true political warrior. Yeah.
0: Right? yeah. He's like, I'm... This isn't about fighting. I've almost I'm killed right. this
1: guy, but uh, yeah. let's get back I'm to that bill. Yeah, don't forget about that. I'm still <laughs> right. <laughs> but neither Mr. Wycliffe nor any of the conspirators taking up my challenge, some of my friends, recovering from their lethargy, took me by the arm, seeing where Brown's bullet had entered, to the dwelling house. Wait a minute,
0: he got shot?
1: Yeah, remember, so back when the whole thing remember sh- first happened, Brown had the gun there, and... Uh, He then decided to bum rush him. Yeah, he did. Right. So as he is slicing down on his head, Uh, he's also taking a bullet center mass. And of course, you've got the adrenaline. So no big deal there for the moment. Right. But 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 now they're realizing, okay, wait, you've been (laughs) shot and this is a problem. So they took him off uh, and opening my vest and shirt bosom, found only a red spot over my heart, but no wound. On examination, it was found... That the ball, as I pulled up the scabbard of my bowie knife, in drawing the blade, had entered the leather near the point, which was lined with silver and was Uh there lodged. So lucky shot then. Uh, This is an amazing turn of events here for Cassius Clay.
0: So it hit that leather sheath with some metal right there to stop it. He just got lucky.
1: Yeah, 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 it's kind of you see this every once in a while in history. Like Theodore Roosevelt's given the speech, and yeah, the assassin his, is going to try to take it. Right, in, and he had his speech notes right. in his pocket. Yes,
0: yeah, all folded up, <laughs> and, and the deck of cards, speech
1: notes. Yeah, or so it that, shoots
0: you in the badge.
1: It's the same thing here. Wow. Thus look. providence. So we're going to give God a little credit on this one. Sure. Because I mean, <laughs> if God ever directed a bullet uh, path, you're right, this is the this one. Right.
0: Little tiny one inch square. Perfectly.
1: <laughs> Thus providence, or fate, reserved me for a better work. So we're saying maybe here God wants me to help free the slaves. Could
0: totally see that.
1: Yeah. So he uh, he actually did get to live through it and came out virtually unscathed. Yeah. Which is pretty amazing.
0: Did the guy live with the crack in his skull? Or?
1: Uh, he did. He survived through that. And what's interesting... Is that there was a there was a trial about all this? <laughs> interestingly enough, Cassius Clay was the one who was tried. Really? Yeah. They, they, they got him on a charge of mayhem. That he's out all there right. creating mayhem, which I guess you can see well, that there be maybe grounds for that if that's a law. Yeah. Uh, and but but interestingly, during the trial, he had Henry Clay there. To try to help d- defend him, which is good. Mm-hmm. Henry Clay never lost a criminal case. Okay. So so this is awesome. And, and then he actually had a surprise star witness, which was Brown. So Brown was upset. The guy whose yeah. head he cracked. Yeah. Brown was upset that the other conspirators just kind of like dumped him as soon as he got hurt.
0: Really? Really? Yeah.
1: And so then that part in, of it. in yeah. the trial it came out that there was this big conspiracy to set up Cassius Clay. From
0: Brown, you mean. Yeah. He told the truth about yeah, it. Yeah,
1: yeah. He he told that he spilled the beans about all that stuff okay. because, because he was upset that how they treated him after he right. was injured in the middle of the battle.
0: Right, which put some guilt on their hands. Right. right, so
1: so this was so then now that's going to basically allow him to come out unscathed a second okay. time out okay. of all this.
0: That's that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's testifying on my behalf.
1: Yeah, yeah it, That's a that's another <laughs> re- stitches. There, there's so many down twists the front and turns of his head. here. Yeah, this could be a movie, right? Yeah. Couldn't well, you see this as a movie?
0: Sometimes when you scrape it up with somebody, you become friends. Now we respect each other. You yeah. Chopped my head. I shot you.
1: Well, it's really funny that you say that because if you go on reading the chapter it will it will eventually kind of say that 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 uh, Brown was the bravest guy I ever fought out of all these yeah it d- that scuffings. does happen, yeah,
0: but even little kids are like that you ever scrape it up with some other little kid in fourth grade Next oh, yeah, thing I, you know your buddies, yeah, you respect each other now,
1: yeah yeah that uh, I, I went but through don't that, go
0: actually. do that, yeah, no weapons, <laughs> no <laughs> no, I wasn't
1: that serious, oh no, yeah. Was, you know, I'm some not slaps, advocating I mean,
0: that as a way of building friendship. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's, go bowling just, or something.
1: <laughs> much better. Just play video games together. Shoot each other on the video game. Yeah,
0: do it. That's virtually yeah. yes. Don't even be anywhere near anybody's house. There you go. Be in your house and <laughs> just shoot 21st it out virtually. Perspective on yeah. this, right?
1: <laughs> well, I tell you what. Let's pay a few bills around here. Okay. Our sponsor this time for this portion of the program is the Turtle Soup and Bratwurst Festival.
0: Oh, man, he's trying to get out of that
1: boiling water. (laughs) Yeah, there's a little picture of the turtle in the (laughs) pot. Uh, Labor Day, Monday, September 6th, Holy Trinity Church Ground, St. Matthew's, given by Zachary Taylor Post, number 180, the American Legion. Pony rides, dunking machine, games, and entertainment for all.
0: Turtle soup.
1: You ever had that?
0: No, I've never eaten any part of a turtle. I haven't
1: either. I I know that
0: it's kind of a, how can I put it, like an old country thing to do. Yeah. Like to, to eat a real, like they find a turtle and eat it.
1: Which is interesting because this is 1948. And I've got to think this is about the last of the turtle soup. Because I know there I guess, wasn't I mean, any in the 80s. mean, they picked
0: it. It must have been a thing to do. Are they joking? It's popular, I guess. <laughs> turtle
1: soup. It's a
0: regional thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, and bratwurst. Regional, right? That's a weird combo, right? Like, is the turtle the bun? And <laughs> you, you stick the bratwurst in there.
0: It's a turtle worth <laughs> just dismantling. I mean, imagine how tr- much trouble that would be just to get whatever little – what?
1: Oh, you know there's turtle no meat legs. In there. There's no there's meat in there.
0: Nothing in there. <laughs> it's all just <laughs> there's, yeah. there's
1: claws and head and a little bit of body, and I guess you get a tail. You uh, get a turtle tail, right? Turtle,
0: tail's fried a turtle tail, fried delicacy.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Give I'm that to you. the baby.
0: That's... The baby gets the turtle tail to gnaw and
1: like the chicken <laughs> leg like is always the favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Give it to the baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you found a couple interesting ones here with that. A uh, spiral fire escape, which actually sounds good, but turtle soup—I don't know.
1: Yeah, I can't do the turtle soup. Can I go
0: into a place and order turtle? Is that even legal?
1: I, I don't know. Frogs are, Not, yeah, frog legs. Yeah, frog legs is still a thing. Could
0: I, how far would I have to go, I guess, to find someone selling turtle? To eat? I bet if I went down south. A little bit of Louisiana, maybe I could find a place that had some turtle, turtle soup. Ooh, that that's turtle yeah. gumbo. Might be good. <laughs> turtle gumbo. I don't know. I, that's, probably that's just a, a thing. Louisiana word.
1: That's probably a thing. So uh, now, Jason, we've actually got something new here, which uh, is going to be a little series of of uh, public service announcements that came out in the nineteen sixties okay. about driving. So let's hit the road of the Governor's Coordinated Committee for Traffic Safety. Traffic truths. Many of the millions of traffic accidents occurring annually are attributed to improper driving. Of those so classified, the major factors are in order of frequency, failure to yield, speed too fast for conditions, and following too closely. Help eliminate these accident causes through courtesy and obedience to traffic laws.
0: Very nice, kind way of putting all that.
1: Pearl of wisdom. Uh Follow the traffic laws.
0: Yeah. Improper driving. (laughs) Please don't do that anymore. Yeah,
1: just begin driving (laughs) properly and and finally cut down all these highway accidents in the state.
0: Improper, yeah. That's a very nice... Gentle ad. We wouldn't see that now. It,
1: oh, the shock value yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's no
0: shock here. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's funny because while I was researching this, I came across this this video. Well, it was I guess it was aimed for teenagers, and it starts out showing this guy, and there's been this horrible accident, and then they kind of go back through his history of driving. Which is like a year because he's oh, like okay. sixteen, and he just was always. Remember a speed when you did demon. this, Jim? Yeah, 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 and yeah, you, know, you know his little brother looked up to him because he was such a risk taker out there on the highway, yeah. and uh-huh. he got it from dad because dad was impatient, and then uh, they just then they kind of build up. You know, he's trying to impress his girlfriend with his driving and all this stuff, uh-huh. and uh, next, next thing, thing you know, winds up dead.
0: <laughs> oh, he's dead. Yeah, he oh, was okay. dead.
1: So that was like the new that was more modern. That was from the probably s-
0: yeah seventies or something. Straight on like I thought you were gonna say the bars, you know, they bring the jail bars. Cho chong <laughs> yeah, Jim is fun. now behind
1: the cage. Yeah, they put him in an ambulance and just yeah. t- <laughs> all day. <laughs> Goodbye, <off>. Jim. Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, you're, you're right. That that uh not very shocking there. They didn't do the shock yeah. value thing. We they have did now put a
0: little cartoon on there though angry eyes
1: right right the what not to do behind the (laughs) wheel (laughs) we have now turned to the final page of this chapter but that's okay because old Kentucky Tales never fails to return you can download even more episodes on iTunes or the NPR One app if you like what you hear please leave a review or rate us that does actually help things special thanks to WKMS our producer Todd Birdsong Paducah School of Art and Design West Kentucky Community and Technical College, great place to learn. And the rest is history.